the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. With you from the Alchemy Lounge here at the Foundry Distilling Company in West Des Moines. Place is packed tonight, my friend. Busy Alchemy Lounge. It is, which is really good. I guess they have a special deal going on tonight. I'm not sure if you can actually pick them up. You're supposed to pre-order, but lots of reasons to come anyway. They've got like a charcuterie thing and a drink uh, that for it's a little charcuterie box and a drink. Kind of a charcuterie. I think it's cuttery. Is it cuttery? I don't know. Big King George in the house with us here. What is it? Is it cuttery or cuttery? I don't know. He doesn't know. Yeah. Char- charcuterie, yeah. a tray of meats and cheeses. Yes. Anyway, they are doing wine, uh, or wine. They're doing whiskey tasting here as well. You can get it going in the back and uh, try a little bit of uh, the, the, I can't remember what it's called. It's going to be, it's, a, it's their uh, compilation between them and Arrogant Bastard. They still have for sale up here, Arrogant Bastard, the beer, right? Uh, they still have uh, the, uh, the uh, Midnight Ritual here. Available. There's only a few bottles left of that. With uh, um, and they have the new, the new one with uh, Exile. Oh, what's that one called? I don't know. I need to go look at it. It's right up there, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, the cor- ten-year corn is still sitting there too. So there, you can get some of that. Get some good drinks as well. Mixed drinks. We're going to have a few as we talk about the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, big victory this last weekend. We've got both basketball and football. We're going to. I got so many notes, I don't even know what to do, and I can't see them because it's kind of dark. And, and can't we and, just talk about the fact that Nebraska still sucks? <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's December third, so, and Nebraska still and the, sucks. And oh wait, just wait. Are you, cla- are you see, clapping? How, was, how so, does Scott Frost do the slow clap walkout? <laughs> does it, does he allow that? Is his center allowed to did, be on the field? Apparently, he didn't listen to Jimmy, Jimmy Dugan. Oh my gosh. Avoid the clap. Do <laughs> it. Right. It's great advice. It is good advice. Iowa I, beats the Nebraska twenty-six to twenty this last week, and they go to four and two. And and uh, it, I, and I I was worried just because Iowa. I I thought I thought Iowa played this kind of in a trap game way, right? They they get ahead ten to nothing, and then things slow down. And Nebraska took the lead, but it was far enough. There was enough time left that it wasn't a big deal. But still. My in-laws felt the need, as did my wife, to call me from Nebraska to sort of rub it give, in. Me, give me a go big red and all that. And after the game, my brother-in-law texted me. He said, I told your wife at the end of the third quarter, we should not be uh, talking smack yes, don't before, the the, before the game is over. Because this is not over. This is still Nebraska, and that's still we, Iowa. We did that with uh, Dr. Scott Stewart once when the Hawks uh, scored a touchdown. They scored their first touchdown. And then they, sco- they scored the next 49. Yeah, exactly. We lost we lost that game. Um, so, um, anyway, I, if nothing else, Iowa did win. Frosty is still uh, a whiny little baby. He can stay at Nebraska as long. I saw that, uh, that Bill Moose doubled down yesterday. He's my coach as long as I'm here. Very good, Bill. That's terrific. I hope you two stay there for a long time because he's still a whiny little baby, and as long as he approaches football with that attitude, as long as he makes excuses instead of actually uh, trying to make his football team better, wants to blame the officials, wants to blame clapping too loud, wants to blame if as long as he doesn't want to put any blame on himself, he is the perfect coach to have at Nebraska because they will suck 
as bad. They will suck forever, and it's great. Well, I, I love beating them six in a row, and we will beat them again next year and the year <laughs> after that and the year after that as long as that little punk is still there uh, well, coaching. You know, you know, here's the interesting thing about it. If, if coaches clapping and players clapping on the sidelines was bothering that center, what would it have been like if there was 70,000 people there? Well, and – so the clapping made the ball go twenty yards over the over the quarterback's head. No, no, no. no the no, clapping no. made the one that go, went between uh, Martinez's yeah. legs. Yeah. The one, the ground ball to short that he that he snapped too early. He's not a center. They've got three. The center award is named for a Nebraska center. Why don't they call Dave Remington and have him teach him how to do it? <laughs> Maybe Good. they ought to bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Bob yeah. Stoops is coaching again. Why, why, why not? Something let, something ought to, ought, to, ought to work that direction. Whatever. Right? But who cares about what, what they're doing? How about what the Hawks have done? Yes. Uh, over the last four games, uh, winning decidedly. I mean, even though it was 26 to 20. The, thing, the only thing that scared me about this, this football game, uh, the Nebraska game, is that we had five field goal attempts. And when you have five field goal attempts, that means you're not finishing your drives again, and that's a bad thing to start. Now, give oh, Keith Duncan's the Big Ten uh, Special Teams Player of the Week because of it. But well, he right. He four or five and donks one from 51 uh, off, the, off the crossbar. That was the only one he missed. But you're absolutely right. You're not finishing drives. You know why you're not finishing drives? Because you're not running the football. Well, no, your quarterback can't hit the broadside of a barn, dude. Well, he, he literally can't. I mean, it, look, he, you, you Spencer just, is is clearly uh, to to call him a disappointment. I I'm not certain that's the right word. I think we just had much higher expectations for this guy. Uh, well, he, we definitely did. We he, thought he was going to be great. I, I mean, he, yeah. all the accolades coming out of high school, yep. all, all the talk. Yep. But there's no question. That the lack of spring practice, the lack of summer workouts, and the lack of summer camp prior right. to the football season. But so, you're, you're six you're six games in, and right. and the fact right. of the matter is that through those six games, he isn't showing. He's the not kind getting of, better. He's not showing the kind of quarterback promise that a quarterback who's played quarterback his whole life would show. He's he's showing uh, nervousness, antsiness, bad decision making. Poor caddying. Poor caddying. Well, so he was 18-30 for 193 the other day. Touchdown, one really bad interception. Should have probably had another one picked. Um, he had three really bad overthrows to go. And people are like, well, he had five drops. Yeah, all of the balls that were dropped, all of them were terrible throws. Well, I don't, so, I don't agree with that. Brandon Smith had two passes he should have caught. Oh, he should have caught him. They were at his at his ankles, though. No, no, they were both at his no, ankles. No, he yes, had he had one that hit him in the face. I don't remember that. Yeah, he was I going across that. the middle, and he. I mean, I, you know, and if if a ball is half a step behind you and you get your hands on it, catch the ball. They had uh, they had two catches that Sean one, Sean Byer becomes uh, yes. tight end of the week in uh, pro football, whatever they call it, by. By well, that's what I was going to say. Going this, OBJ on one. 16 for 30, he could easily. He had two that were just circus catches. That one, and then uh, Amir Smith-Marset over the middle where he was somersaulted and destroyed because he laid out for a ball that was poorly thrown. Uh, Tracy running across the middle, has a ball thrown behind him. He catches it. He catches it in stride, and it's thrown where it's supposed it's to. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown from 70 yards away as it is. Nice 15-yard gain. That drive ends up not be getting what you want. 
I'm just saying. I, so at 18, Here, here's the part that that bugs me the most about Spencer right now, is that it's like his go-to guy is Nico Regani. Yes, which I don't completely understand. They're, uh, they're roommates, aren't they? Well, I don't Seems know. Like I saw they were roommates. Yeah. Okay. Seriously, I share your calculus with him, but share the football with uh, your playmakers of Tracy Smith Marset and and Brandon Smith. Yeah. I mean, get them yeah. the ball. Yeah. Um, we haven't done hardly any jet sweep action over the last. Uh, yeah, I, okay. Just the action. Yeah, I know. I, I, I know. I agree with that a little bit. On the other hand, that's not my biggest issue. My biggest issue is that Amir Smith Marset's running wide open over the middle, and your quarterback overshoots him by, I don't know, what, 20 yards? Nobody near him. Your quarterback drops the ball at the feet of guys. I mean, at this point in time, and Kirk's saying, well, Padilla as a backup. Well, he's starting to pick it up. I'm like, if that's the case, why is Peyton Manziel playing for Abilene Christian instead of the University of Iowa? Because he was the backup quarterback, and this guy Petrus came in last year and surpassed him somehow. Now, did he do that because Kirk wanted to get a younger guy ready with more time to play uh, as the number one quarterback? In other words, he'd have three years, three, four years of Petrus. Or did he? is that why Peyton Manziel got passed up? Because... Right now, I, I've watched Abilene Christian actually play, and he makes the throws to the wide-open guys, right? Well, so. well, let me tell you something. The quarterback for Virginia Tech just entered the transfer portal, and Iowa was his second choice out of, out of high school. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I don't, I don't, I don't know his name, but uh, it's just something, just to, something, something to, to ponder. Well, Deuce Hogan's still uh, learning the system, too. He might be behind. He might be moving up. There. there I would find it hard to but believe. But keep in mind, if this year doesn't count, you still got Deuce Hogan as a true well, freshman well, next and, year. And I, I will say this, keep in, and keep in mind, assuming they have a spring practice, right, they'll have a competition. They well, will, and let's assume will. we also have bowl practice, so, yeah. so you get another 10 or 12 yeah, uh, they'll practices They'll have some competition there. in there. I, I do want to, uh, getting past, the other little piece of the, about Petrus is he's painfully slow. I mean, I thought surely I, I thought I, he, he had a wide open around. He went, they they called an, uh, a, a keeper for him around the end. And it looked like he had at least 15 yards to run, and he got two. That's because he, he was running sideways instead of up right, the his, field. His, his legs are all over the place. He's slow. I mean, he reminds me of a baby giraffe trying to throw the ball and run. They're right now, and so here's the thing: Hawks are four and two. They've played four. They've beaten four really bad football teams. I mean, Minnesota, uh, okay. Boy, you never give anybody any credit. They're bad football teams. Okay, the, the team that they beat 49-3 to just beat Northwestern. Who did they beat 49-3? to What Michigan State was a 49-7. Sorry, uh, whatever yeah. the score was. Yes, I, I realize teams can jump up. I thought Nebraska this last week, it was a good win because Nebraska played much better, which is, by the way, if I'm Scott Frost, I don't understand why you don't say, you know what, we played better this week. This is a good football team. We came into their house and lost a game to them. Instead of sitting and making a little whiny baby cry-ass cry uh, uh, excuses, why he doesn't say, my team played pretty well today. Maybe you guys ought to, we had a few turnovers and mistakes, but maybe you guys ought to be happy about the fact that we didn't get sh- shot out of here like we did last week against a terrible Illinois team. Anyway. So Illinois is terrible. So if we beat them, now we're 5-2 and two against five terrible teams. Good Lord, Ridge. Is, is no one on our, our schedule any good? The only good team that we played and and lost to was Northwestern. Yeah. Who spit the bed last week because they decided that. I think Northwestern is the only good football team that we've played so far. Good football team. And I I, I think there's a possibility. 
obviously next week, Wisconsin, I think, is a good football team, whether they, you know, they... I think Illinois is not bad. And I was going to say, I think Illinois is the best football team we played since Northwestern, and it's not even close. Well, I, I know they I, barely beat Rutgers and, and came, but but I think they're better. Well, think, yeah. Greg Schiano is he's a he's a magician. The guy can coach football, uh, and, and and so you have to give Rutgers credit for what they're doing. They've completely changed their mindset, their culture, and everything that they're doing I, I out there. I, so, in Lovey had Illinois in a bowl game last year. I, so, I quit this, telling me everybody we play is freaking terrible. No, I think because you, what good. you're telling me is that the Hawks aren't any good. In spite of the fact that we're basically two plays away from being six and zero, probably number seven in the freaking CFP. Yeah, we'd be sitting there. Yeah, and and not able to watch the Big Ten football championship and the, the basketball game. Good. I'm seeing the teams they played aren't any good. Right, but you're not giving them credit for beating the crap sure out of the teams. Oh, you sure haven't. I sure, I am. I'm happy with. Oh my gosh! Been... Well, the four teams we beat—they're all horrible. They're terrible. That's what you just said. They're and then, bad. And then you said Illinois is terrible. No, I did say Illinois. I think has a chance to, as we see the rest of the year. I think looks Illinois. Like probably, I think Illinois is going to give okay. Iowa, Northwestern, everything they want. Uh, I I think that there's a chance that 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 Illinois is actually a decent. I still player. wish they had the quarterback with a huge helmet, though. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I'm just. I'm not saying. I, that's why I love the fact that we pounded these other three teams until this week, and I like the fact that Iowa came into this Nebraska game. Probably feeling like Nebraska wasn't very good, and they and Iowa found a way to win, even though they got down and and you know and Petrus actually led them a couple times. At the, at, he did lead some drives, completed some passes at the right time. You got to give him credit for that. And I'm telling you, this defense right now, I, I just feel like this defense right now is it's the it, unsung hero. It's it's so it's so incredible. The defensive line, we have. If Iowa doesn't lead the Big Ten in tackles for loss, they got to be in the top two. Davion Nixon, by the way, so it's one thing to be nominated at the beginning of the year because everybody knows who you are for the Bednarik Award, right, for the best, best defensive player of the year. Uh, today they announced he, he played his way on, right? So he's in that, in, in that watch list now because of his play so far. Uh, and, and when you look at what, uh, what's happened now with Jack Campbell and Seth, Seth Benson coming in, Campbell was all over the place the other day. He looked terrific, right? He's And the more he plays, the better off they're going to be. Neiman led the team in tackles again. So I think he's I think he's still in, lead, in the lead for tackles in the Big Ten, right? He's either he's first like, or second. He's like at 61 or 62 tackles at this point in time. This is a really good defense, and and whether Nebraska moved the football a little bit or not is not the the op, not not the issue here. This is a good scoring defense. It's a defense that is opportunistic, and when, the thing I love is that when they need to, Phil Parker has figured out how to move guys around. Golson came from the inside on that sack at the end of the game to cause the fumble instead of being at his defensive end. You know what I was disappointed in? They called it a fumble, not an interception. Yeah, I know. That uh, broke our interception streak uh, at 12 games. But yet, at the end of the day, Iowa continues to win special teams uh, with our punter, our gunner. Um, He hit a punt that had weird spin on it, and I didn't know how to catch it. Yeah, it's, that's then, that's what the Nebraska that's what the did. Nebraska kid said. Yeah, I mean, wow! I'm glad you're back there catching them. Terry Roberts, our gunner, gets down there and gets a fumble recovery. That kid, again. that kid's uh, he's going to be something. Um, I I hope he gets an opportunity to play corner. Yeah, he'll he'll get a chance to play sooner or later. There's just a lot of corners on that. There's a lot of defensive backs that are good on that Iowa football team right now, right? Right. But Terry Roberts found a way 
to get himself on the field and contribute, and that's kind of fun, right? He's right. had a couple of, of these uh, big special teams plays now, and but, that's kind of fun. You know, Jack Kerner, Van Valkenburg, those guys are around the football all the time. They, they, they are. They're, they're, it, they're, and it's why Iowa has been able to continue to, t- to cause turnovers and make these games turn on the turnover, and it's really been been a big deal. Hawks up, uh, by the way, to number 19 in the college football play, uh, playoff poll. I'm not sure really you call that a poll. I guess it's a ranking. It's a ranking. It's not a poll, right? Because it's a committee that gets together I, I, uh, and talks about it, right? Yeah, I guess it's not a poll. There's a limited 12 people who decide where you are. Yeah, they sit there and go, nah, we're going to put you right there. Um, I, <laughs> from week to week, I find it interesting. I mean, uh, you know, um, Iowa State's jump this last week was magical. I'm, good for them, but moving from 16 to 9, wow. I thought they were 13. No, no, they were behind Oklahoma last week. Left for, uh, No, I, I think you're wrong. I think they were at 12 or 13, and Oklahoma was like at 11. Uh, I'll look it up. I think you're wrong about that. Well, you know, big, I know this just in, I, I haven't yep. been paying a tremendous amount of time. Hey, uh, we got to talk basketball, too. Holy crap. The Hawks play basketball. Oh, by the seven. way, you want to talk about the Scott Van Pelt bad beat of the week? Oh, yeah. The freaking shot at half court after they dribble it for 40 seconds yeah. by Southern? Back to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back here at the Alchemy Lab. But this has got to be loud, but the return can be soft. Request from the studio was to turn Ridge up. Well, we did. Yeah, that doesn't happen very often. We don't We don't get asked that a lot. No. Um, anyway. Uh yeah, let's just move on. Right. Tom Kaker of HawkeyeReport.com joining us on the program right now. Tom, we've been uh, talking a lot of football. It's kind of, you know, it's it's on the mind as we come out of the uh, come out of Iowa's win over Nebraska. But Iowa's basketball team also started this week, and we really didn't talk much about that. Tom, are you at Carver? I am at Carver. Well, you sound very I am here. Quiet. Ooh. <laughs> there's, there's no, there's no ice cream. A, a, yeah, go ahead. Got into a quiet place. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, there's not much There's not much going on around you tonight anyway. Uh, as is, uh, Do they as sell the ice is. cream? No, I'm sure they don't have the ice cream available, right? No, so either there's way. nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, you're just kind of oh. stuck up there, aren't you? Well, either way, you get to watch the Hawks in Western Illinois tonight at uh, at 7 o'clock, and, and uh, that'll be interesting. Um, it, I, I have to say, you know, for two blowout victories that were just super easy, uh, there's been some interesting things to come out of these first couple of Iowa basketball games. Number one, obviously, we know Luca Garza's in- incredible. But be- be- beyond that, uh, watching uh, Patrick McCaffrey and Keegan Murray come out and make meaningful contributions. Keegan Murray, who we really didn't count on much, has been really fun. And and I think we're seeing uh, this is maybe a deeper team than we thought. And, and tonight we're going to get Jack Nungy as well. Yeah, I think this team is probably a little bit deeper than maybe um, people thought they would be. Because um, you knew kind of the, you knew the five starters, all right? And you knew what Joe Toussaint can do. But you're finding out Patrick McCaffrey with 20 more pounds on him, 25 more pounds, is a pretty formidable player, especially at the front of a press. And you're finding out Keegan Murray can play. We know Jack Nungy can play, but how can, how is he going to be? How effective is he going to be post ACL first basketball game? We'll see tonight. It'll be good to get him out there, though. Um, 
but that gives you nine deep, and that's probably where Fran needs to, to stick to, in my opinion, is not go any further than nine deep for, um, for the most part. Well, you know, in those first two games, obviously, Luca was incredible and got dramatic amount of rest in the second half of both those, of the, both those basketball games. Having Nunji, though, uh, in that big body, I think, is going to be extraordinarily good. Um, is I've had the opportunity to watch a little bit of basketball, as I'm sure we all have, uh, watching Michigan State play, watching Wisconsin play, and going, okay, you know, I know we're pretty good, but those teams look really good as well. And and having that bigger body um, in there as as part of the rotation, I it, it trust me, I think Keegan's been great, but he's going to be a four. Jack can be a five. Yeah, he's big, big enough to guard yeah. a five. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think um, Jack's going to give him the guy that that could, um, you know, guard like a. They're playing Illinois. Um, in, you know, Kofi Coburn's doing some work or something. You could throw Nunji on him instead of Garza and keep Luke out of foul trouble. Um, protect him a little bit uh, if you want to go bigger. Um, I, I the, big kid at, the big kid the big kid at Purdue, you could put Nunji on him. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can, and and those will work fairly well, I think. So, um, yeah, I I'm pretty interested to see. Um, you know, tonight's the last kind of the tune-up, and as Fran likes to call it, then uh, you know he calls the Big Ten schedule. It's all twenty monsters. Well, you're probably gonna. You know, the, other than the Northern Illinois game that'll come up on the, what's it, the 13th, I think. Um, the rest of them are monsters. You know, even <laughs> no Iowa State. I know, that, I, know, I know that Iowa State is not as good this year, and I know they lost yesterday, but it's still Iowa State. Still a lot of emotion with that game. North Carolina, Gonzaga, and 20 Big Ten games. That's monsters um and the big Ten's tough there's nobody as easy to share in the league it's just not no easy outs no easy outs. no rutgers looks good no, and, and it, it, they do um when you when you take a look at at luca garza tom he goes 25 of 29 <laughs> in his first two games yeah. um he's, he's only God, missed three field three I mean, free throws too right uh, did he miss them yeah well he's he's, he's um He's like playing at a really incredibly high level. But I'm also going to say this. Um, Southern and North Carolina A&T did not have anybody that could even offer um, no. resistance. So, you know, tonight he's not going to get much resistance. Uh, well, next Tuesday he's going to get resistance. Right. 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 And Carolina looked pretty tough on the offensive boards, and that was something Fran was harping on in the Southern game. Got out-rebounded by yep. Southern. Well, in the second half, I'm thinking, well, Lucas sat on the bench the yeah. whole freaking half. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're going to um, – the the big thing with, you know, Carolina, it's going to be more athleticism. They've got bigs. Amando Baycott is really good. Uh, the young kid, Walker Kessler, seven-foot kid, is really talented. He's going to play in the NBA someday. I mean, they're, they've got some they got some dudes. That I can't wait can to watch Luca in, in Tilly, though. Tilly for Gonzaga and Luca Garza going at it. That is going to be something. Oh, it's going to be 
fabulous. And how about Jordan Bohannon this week to us in our uh, yeah? In our we're going to be number one in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, we're we're. I already think we're number one, and and we're going to be number one in a couple, and we'll be there in a couple weeks. You know, and and it could be. Look, guys, Baylor and Gonzaga play on Saturday, 11 a.m. CBS. If you want to watch it, and they're both so somebody's going to lose, right? Somebody's going to lose. Somebody's going to yep. lose, and. As long as Iowa takes care of business, um, that game on the 19th, if Gonzaga wins, is going to be number one versus number two. Yeah, we're actually we're talking about, we're, thank God uh, the, the football team will not be in the Big Ten championship game because those two games would be going against each other, at, going off at the same time. Uh, <laughs> well, no, 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 not, they wouldn't. They wouldn't because that game is going to be because um, the, the – Gonzaga game uh, is going to be an 11 a.m. tip. Well, they moved the Big Ten Championship football game to 11 a.m. Did they? They moved. I didn't they even did. know this. They did. Yeah, I, I, it's the big noon. It's big noon on Fox. Haven't got a clue, Tom. Are you sure it's I, not big noon at seven at, I, o'clock? Before I wrote this note down, I'm like, I saw that in a tweet. I'm going to look it up, and sure enough, I looked it up today, and it was moved to noon. Noon I still time. Well, it makes no sense. Anyway, I, 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 I don't. It I, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I'll, I'll look it up again. But that's that, I looked it up again because I didn't want to talk about it and be wrong. That's right, right? Tom. You ask your it, buddy. You it, ask your buddies down it, there. It makes at press no row. sense. I don't understand it at all. But anyway, um, B- hey, before we let you go, Tom, and I, I don't want to keep you all the way uh, with the game getting ready to go. Quickly, your thoughts on uh, a how how the Iowa Nebraska game went, and be looking forward to uh, your drive over to Champaign. Um, Nebraska game, I thought um, Iowa played okay. Um, there's still the concern about Petrus and throwing the football because he has not looked good. Um, it's just been you know that the interception he threw was something you, you wouldn't even probably see at a high level in high school. It was just a really bad decision. Um, it's concerning, and he's got to get better. Um, they've been able to get by because they've had a great defense, and, and the defense came up big. Um, Illinois, it's a case of neither team has anybody that can throw the football, and both of them like to run the football. I mean, Illinois, the last two games that they've played, they've rushed for an average of with just over 300 yards. Yep. And they've been very effective on the ground. So, um, but I, Illinois also has given up 194, I think, per game on the ground. So, um, but I suspect Lovey Smith is going to stack the box up. And, and the thing with Illinois' defense that they really try to do, if you're a Bears fan, you know this about Lovey's teams. Lovey's teams like to strip the ball and they like to knock it loose and try to get it loose. And they, and they have. They've, they've, um, uh, forced eight fumbles this year already. So um, they've, they've been very effective. Uh, you know, that's two a game for those guys. So they've been very effective in, in disrupting teams this year. All right, Tom, we're going to let you go ahead and go. Uh, we know you're there at Carver and ready to watch a basketball game. We appreciate you checking in. We'll yeah. talk to you next week. Okay. Thanks, guys. Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. And uh, trust me, he's actually he's got a great – you want to break down about, about Illinois? He's got it on his website. There you go. See, right? uh, I didn't mean they, to they cut do, him short, but well, I, don't, no, I, I didn't want to – And they do this every week. He does behind enemy lines, and it's really a good read. They go to a reporter on the other side. The rivals guy. The rivals I think, guy, yeah, right. and, and they get the inside scoop, and, 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 it, and it's a good read every week. You can find – look, I cheat, right? I, it's, I read 
stuff on the internet, including Tom's site, to, to get good information. It's a, it's one of those places. So I, I do um, know studying. Yeah, George I, and I play Parcheesi uh, before the games. Uh, before will the you, show starts. Will you concur that I have looked this up and and according yes, to Big no, Ten org, the Big Ten championship football game is. At Lucas Oil Stadium, it's the big noon game. It's directly opposite Iowa-Gonzaga. Well, I guess I won't be watching the Big Ten championship game. Right, and directly opposite the Big 12 championship game, which usually is like middle of the afternoon, and they moved it to 11 as well. What? I don't know. Well, they got everybody's got to get their Christmas shopping in. I mean... (laughs) I don't know. A couple of other. Yeah, who are we going to watch at night? Pack the Pack Twelve at night. I we're going to end up doing men's basketball and football the rest of the show, so I don't want to get by without uh, without talking about Lisa Bluter's team. Uh, oh, good. And Caitlin Clark here from West Des Moines. So do you I know. Do you know that there uh, the number of uh, of women basketball players who in their first two or three games have averaged over thirty points and uh, over ten assists? Well, she didn't average over thirty, but how many? What? Yes, she has. No, she's gone for 27 and 30, so that's an average of 28, 28.5. There's one. Who? Ever. <laughs> Caitlin Clark. Oh, really? Yes. Well, she, she is, she is establishing a, a standard of excellence for which has never been seen in NCAA women's basketball. Well, so they beat Through two I, games. They beat UNI 9681, <laughs> and they beat Drake last night 103-97. Coming from 11 down in the second half, by the way. Got it back to three going into the fourth quarter. And, and then end up winning by what'd you say? It was like six or seven. Won, uh, didn't they won one hundred three nine six. Yeah. Um, they so um, Caitlin Clark goes for twenty seven. I'll bet Lisa and Jenny love that basketball game. Oh yeah, up and NBA, down. NBA oh, yeah. basketball. Oh, yeah. Twenty seven and eight boards on uh, uh, last week against UNI, and then last night she goes for thirty and thirteen assists. Now, if you're thinking, okay, well that's cool and all, you should be watching how she does this because it's uh, the highlights are amazing she dribble drive she's at the three out beyond the three-point line dribble drive behind the back step back three-pointers right dribble drive behind the back no look passes i mean this is like this is not i'll tell you what iowa state's got a a really good player who went who's from iowa city like ashley jones or something like that her and Clark going against each other. I think it's next week. Iowa State, Iowa, Iowa State, the uh, women. It is. There's no time for it. It's next Wednesday. Okay. Iowa has Saturday at home. Uh, Wisconsin at home on Saturday. Big Ten basketball. Two, 2 p.m. Yep. And not then, not Platteville. The, new Wisconsin. <laughs> they only have three non-conference games. Iowa, Iowa State, uh, Iowa or Iowa State, Northern Iowa, and Drake. That's it. So um, and and couldn't work in South Dakota State. No. <laughs> Too much danger that, of the COVID. That may have been a shot. By the way, uh, Monica Zizano, Chisano, okay, uh, who w- was the star coming into this I'll thing, I'll take right? your the word center, for it. She had a career high 27 points last night. She's the center. You're looking at her being the, the next all Big Ten, you know, Big Ten player of the year. Tell you what, Caitlin Clark plays like this. She's the, she's, she's the, it's, it's amazing. And it's fun to watch, too. At two and zero, this 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 is a, a rebuilding year for them after losing a good number of players. But maybe it's not. Well, maybe. we'll I, see how it goes. You know, I, I, you know they they all said, and, and by they I mean dozens. All of you who listen as well uh, said that Caitlin Clark was going to be the real deal when she got to Iowa City. It's like they unleashed her. I feel like at Dowling for whatever reason, 
okay, I know that you can get 40 every night, but... So we'll pass the ball. You know, work, work, it's like Matthew. It's like in, making in, Kelly Leak not catch every fly ball in the outfield it, for the Bad News Bears. No, right? it's more like Matthew in five-year-old soccer where he could kick it around uh, the, yeah, the yeah. scrum and go ahead and score. And finally I said, Matthew, you can't score anymore. Uh, you have to pass. No, we actually did that in basketball, don't you? What was the year we coached Y basketball? Well, First yes. First grade? And we told... They were seven. They were the boys were. We eventually had to tell the two of them to stand. Don't. You're not allowed to go down court. You have to stand on the defensive end. Then the other coaches got mad because they're like, "Well, you're showing up our kids." We're like, "Well, no." You got Do you really want them? It was like we remember. It was like a hundred. We were yeah. in the hundreds to ten, you know, and eighty-two to eight. I remember and, once. And, and so we're like, "Okay, you can't, you can't no. shoot. You're not allowed to shoot. They just go down there, and you're not allowed to shoot. You have to get a rebound and pass the ball to somebody else." Eventually, it evened out. Don't get me wrong for both right. of them. But, but, but I'm, just saying, yes. I, I'm just saying I'm just saying, it feels like the shackles are off, and, and Lisa has said, you got the ball, go make something happen, and good things are happening when she's got the ball in her Absol- hands. Absolutely. And, and let, I mean, let's face 30 it. 30 and 13, that's like 56. That's yeah. half your points. And it was half. She... She had she was responsible for fifty six points. That you you got you hit it on that. I have got it. No right studying. Here. No studying whatsoever. She had her thirty, and she was responsible for fifty six of their hundred and three points, in some fashion. And obviously, you know, Lisa Bluter, if you watch her teams over the years, they're more about getting up and down the court and shooting than they are playing a lot of lot of defense. If they were, if they're really going to turn it on, they're going to try to play some pressure defense. They've never been great in the half court on the defensive end. This team is obviously going to run and gun, and they've got some they got some players to do it. Um, so we'll see how they do. Um, oh, we're going to get to our last break. That's kind of cool. We'll, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit of our sponsors. We'll get you set for Iowa, Illinois, Iowa Western Illinois in basketball, and Iowa North Carolina before the next time we're on the air. When we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700, the champ. You're listening to the Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Rich on 1700 The Champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back on the Hawkeye Huddle, Brett Rich, Dave Creighton Jr. We're uh, relaxing here at the Alchemy Lounge Foundry Distilling Company here in West Des Moines. Of course, uh, they've got event space rental for you if you'd like to have that. They got tours going on. It seems like they have a tasting every Thursday. They do every Thursday. You can come down and get a little free whiskey and try some of their good stuff out. I'm gonna uh, real stuff. I'm gonna try the. I'm gonna take a couple bottles of the real stuff home tonight with me because I ran out of. that so anyway and on top of that of course we want to thank our other great sponsors here on the program including our friends over at g migs which where go we, over there and watch yeah, we might go there after watch the game? game yeah i think so all right i can get some wings i got the thumbs up did you oh yeah well then that's where we're going right all right we're going to g to watch the game georgie you want to go over g migs watch the game and uh let's not forget our friends at ampm plumbing so after your wings in case you have a if, if things a, go bad, a morning plumbing incident. If things go wrong, horribly <laughs> wrong, horribly wrong, you can call our friends at AMPM Plumbing. We're really glad to have them on on board this year. And uh, trust me, they're the best plumbers in West Des Moines. <laughs> that. <laughs> Sorry, that tickled my funny bone. <laughs> it is they, my, it is my job to make levity they, on this they show. They do yes, they do plumbing as well. Who's so, our home team of the week? So our, so our uh, and our Stonehawker Realty uh, Remax Concepts team home team of the week. By the way, at dsmrealestate.com, dsmrealestate.com for uh, the Stonehawker uh, Real Estate Company, and of course, uh, I have one. You do well. Give me. I now, have two. Who did I say last week? You, I you, you had Michigan State. It, and I nailed it, Yes, right? you Michigan did. Michigan State was a nail last week. Yes. So what do you got this week? I've got Maction. 
<laughs> Got to reach for that. Okay. Akron is minus three. Akron has lost 77 games in a row, and they're uh, giving three to somebody who's really bad. Bowling Green, horribly bad. You want to talk about terrible? These two teams, this is going to be a bad football game. I'm taking the Akron Zips. Minus the three is my Doug Stonehucker home team of the week. And don't sleep on Western Michigan as a home team. You against do, Chris Creighton in Eastern Illinois. You do like your Eastern Maxion. Michigan. You do like your Maxion, don't you? I do. I, I, I okay. I, I, I don't study the Maxion nearly as deeply, so I don't know. I'll tell you this: I, I, I this Wisconsin's given up fourteen. They'll with Illinois or Illinois Indiana without that quarterback. Yeah, without Penix, uh, that's, that's fine. That Take is, Wisconsin, lock it up at that, home. That Wisconsin. is that is really really too bad for Indiana because obviously they were having a great season, and it was so late in the game where the dude got hurt. Yeah, it was tough, and 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 their defense is okay, but that's not the strength of their team. They can score right, and so right. I mean, I, I think Wisconsin's going to bowl them over. I think this one gets out of hand. That's just me. All right. So that's 14 points I'm going to give up on that. That's a tough call. I don't usually. I usually go with the underdog at home. But I'm that's go all right. We'll go with Johnson that. With the, with the favorite at home for Remax Real Estate. Doug Stonehocker, uh, home team of the week. Uh, we were talking uh, before we move back on to football and wrap you up for Illinois and Iowa. We were talking college basketball uh, it, about just what we've seen around the Big Ten so far and around the country so far. Um. Gonzaga's really, really good. Jalen Suggs is really, really good as a true freshman for them. And when I say that, he's their 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 big guard out of Minneapolis. Kick and shoot from everywhere. He's an NBA player right now. Okay. I bet the Timberwolves but, wish they had him. But the other, yeah, they probably do. The other, although they got Ricky Rubio back. The other thing we've <laughs> noticed, though, and you just made the point, and I think it's a great point. So we've watched a bunch of other college basketball. Uh, because it's interesting to us at this point. Illinois, Baylor last night. Gonzaga played uh, Kansas. Kansas played Kentucky. Gonzaga uh, played Car- West Virginia. North Carolina played Texas. We've seen all these teams. Indiana looked great one night and horrible the next and then good again. So one of the things that is, it, I, I think Creighton there's. Blue Jays look pretty good. And they did. Here's, here's what we're seeing. We're seeing a lot of teams that don't have a lot of outside shooting. That there's a lot more one-on-one basketball, a lot more high pick and roll, uh, a lot more straight going to the hoop, getting clearing out. Uh, Texas yesterday basically won the game by here. Here's the deal: we're just going to clear out and let guys go to the hole, right? Um, that's a mark of a teams that are very athletic but su- not super skilled, and two younger teams. And uh, your point that you just made to George and I off the air is well taken. Right. Teams with experience, teams that have been playing together, look a lot better early on that so far this year. I mean, dramatically better. And it's from a standpoint of moving the basketball, making the extra pass. Team basketball. Three-point right. shots dropping. Help defense. Help defense. They do. They look a lot better. And Iowa... Iowa, I still feel like this is Iowa is going to struggle on the defensive end against some of these better, quicker teams. That doesn't mean they're not going to be able to score, though. But and and I think that's Iowa's the main the main advantage of Iowa is they move the basketball and they will move the basketball. But then they've got the guy that 
you know, at the end of the day, you got the safety valve. You can dump it into the, to the big guy. He's not exactly happens. a safety valve. He's basically your number one option. And, and then when the, when you decide to collapse down on him, you got four guys out there in the perimeter who all can shoot and make it. You look like the girl in sixteen candles with her headgear at the watering. <laughs> well, I, it, trying to trying to drink. That my, was actually John Cusack's trying to sister. Drink my real, yeah, it was. It's Joan Cusack. Joan. Trying to drink my my yeah. real stuff with, yes. the, with Mark with the uh, with the microphone around my face. Now I think it's I think it's a great point, and and so it doesn't necessarily mean that that's what we're going to see the rest of the year. So like Michigan State the other night against Duke. It was a terrible basketball game. Well, between them, they were 7 for 49 from 3. And Kansas and Kentucky was a rotten basketball game. I couldn't tell you any stats. I think Kentucky won. Rotten basketball. (laughs) It was literally, I mean, bad shooting, poor passing, one-on-one basketball is all you had. Now, great athletes, and they will probably be, by the end of the year, those will be more formidable basketball teams in terms of what they can do. Well, they they got great talent. they, They do. So... Hard to say early on. Iowa has North Carolina next week on Tuesday Tuesday night? Tuesday night. It's I got, Tuesday. Tuesday I, night. I think the Hawks are going to win tonight. I think it's Western. Probably. Western, no returning starters on the year. They do have some kid that was recruited to go to Wake Forest, and he talked him into going to Western Illinois. But other than that, they have no returning starters. Yes, Iowa was will he, name is the he score Amish? tonight. I don't think so. <laughs> you know, I, I think he's allowed to drive a car. I'm not sure. Uh, but that having I'm been just said, saying you go to Macomb. Uh, uh, the, um, <laughs> Actually, he probably he probably was going to go to Wake when Danny Manning was a coach, and he got and fired, and then fired. said, "I'm going to stay." Him. The, yep, that's exactly and then I'll transfer. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but if nothing else, uh, I, I, I think Iowa tonight needs to – we need to see a lot of Jack Nungy to try to get him back on if, if he can handle it. Right? I, want to see the Hawks, it. I want to see the Hawks get to 50 in the first half. And, and I really – yeah, exactly. This needs, to be, this needs to be a night where you're honing your craft, right? This is not one of those where uh, – great, I, but we do not need to Why see Aaron. Why are we lamenting on this? We don't this. need to see Aaron. Let's, talk, let's talk about just Iowa-North Carolina. As we move on to Carolina – that's the game we're going to start to see. We're going to sh- it's going to show up real quick. Is this team and? But let's not get too crazy. Remember last year they got smoked by DePaul, who turned out to be kind of an average basketball team. Yeah, they finished we, last in the Big East, right? And so we, <laughs> I mean, we thought horrible things at that point, and big turnaround came. Right? Don't put too much on one game. However, really fun to play North Carolina in the Big Ten ACC Challenge next week. And I and I, uh, based on what I've seen in North Carolina, I, if Iowa can figure out any, I, I think they just pack it in and try to make sure make North Carolina shoot over the top of them, and then Iowa scores the points they can score, and they win the game. Well, and and they have to rebound. They got to keep Carolina off off the offensive boards. If they can do that, I think they can they can win this game. Uh, you know, potentially by double digits. If Carolina is going to get a lot of second second chance points, it's going to be a whole different ball game. All right, transitioning to the football game in lovely Champaign-Urbana. What do you got? It's well, time so for our foundry is distilling. It, is, it, is it time yet? Six fifty-one. All right, we got a couple. It's time of for our foundry right. distilling. Last Let's call. call. So uh, Tom uh, pulled out the statistics that I was looking at in terms of Illinois has uh, run for over three hundred yards each of the last two games. Um, Brandon Peters came back. And those were against Nebraska and Rutgers. Two poor defensive football teams. And uh, Brandon Peters did come back, and they looked better passing the ball. If, if he doesn't play, is it Isaiah Williams? I think, is, they, 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 isn't that to do with the big helmet? I, whoever he is, 
He was three for twelve in the first half against Rutgers. I think he's he also bad. played for the Broncos right. on he's, Sunday. <laughs> he's bad, but I think Brandon Peters is back, so I think they can throw the football a little bit. This comes down to so Iowa's defense, I think, still slows them down better, obviously, than Rutgers and 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 uh, and uh, Nebraska. Do you, does Iowa play the four three? They only did that S- sneaking. They only snuck that in like a couple of series. Sneaking the other day. Uh, somebody up, Mary Merriweather. It depends on if if that's really get, getting them beat, and if that's all that's happening. And going one on one with uh, if they, Riley on the outside yeah. and yeah, and they, Hankins, and they then, may do that. I, I think this comes down though to whether or not uh, this. Uh, I hate to tell you this, but I I think this comes down to whether this 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 game because the Iowa rushing attack will get theirs, but they probably won't pound Illinois the way they did a couple uh, as far as as what they did against Minnesota and Penn State. I think this comes down to Spencer Petras and whether or not Iowa can throw the ball because Illinois gives up a lot of yards through the air. That's their hole. That's their weakness. And Iowa has to try to take advantage of it. And if you go out there and say, well, we're just going to run over you anyway, even though that's your strength defensively, okay, I hope so, but I don't think that's going to win the game. I, I still feel Iowa wins this game, but I think it's way close. I think this is a 27-24 win. The Hawks get a field goal late, and, no, and I, I think it, Spencer I shows up. I think I Spencer I, shows I, up I don't late. think it's that close, but I, 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 I'm certainly not going to lay it this week with the Hawks. I what I what, what is, I, it nine? is it nine? Fourteen. Is it really? Yeah. So no way. So what I see happening in this football game is Iowa needs to avoid the turnover, the fumbles that Illinois causes. Shocker. We've yes. got we've got yep. to avoid those. Obviously, yep. Spencer's got to make decent decisions, and literally, we need to have a game manager. We need him to be Brad Johnson, or uh, who was a dude for the Ravens. Uh, uh, when they won the Super Bowl. Anyway, it doesn't make Joe it. Joe Flacco. No, no. Uh, Wasn't it Joe Flacco? Well, Joe Flacco was actually pretty good. Um, he was an elite quarterback. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kid from Fresno State. Anyway, yeah. uh, Petrus has got to manage the football game and, and do that. Allow the Iowa offense to get in the rhythm get it and get it going. Ride Sargent. Ride Goodson. Hawks win 31-20. Without the cover, but we do get an interception or two this week. A couple of offensive linemen back this week as well. That might help out as well. All right, thanks to everybody helping us out on the program today. It's been a lot to try to jam into one hour. We'll try it again next week on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ.